0: Hey everybody, this is Tim Shorts of Gothridge Manor doing a drive-home podcast on a Friday afternoon. And it's been a long week, so I am looking forward to the couple days' respite from the blunt and toil of the weekly job there. I uh, got to play a Matt's game last night, Uh, was able to get some energy Last week I played in it, and I just, I probably shouldn't even have played in it. There's times when maybe you should pass on a game. <laughs> uh, I i was hoping I would uh, feel better or have more energy, but sometimes I just don't have anything to offer, and I don't have anything to really say much during the, the game. And then other folks get uh, uh, worried that I'm not having a good time or that they're, Doing something wrong or bad or anything, and uh, yeah, it's like no, I just, it's one of those things where nope, I, I just is, uh just as exhausted from from work, and uh, unfortunately, I was just didn't have much to say. My brain wasn't functioning, and uh, I was just just tired, zoning out and whatnot. But last night, I was able to kind of get on top of it and enjoy the game. I. A little first-level thief with two hit points. Kind of hiding behind everybody. And then he's human, too, so he can't see shit half the time. But... Uh, I think we went into three rooms and we ran out of all three of them. I, I don't know why we're doing this dungeon, to tell you the truth. Because we are so outmatched everywhere we go. I mean, this that was last night. And then the other...
1: The other nights, we were either,
0: um, getting killed, killed off, or we were, uh, running away also, so like, we've done more than that, which is fine, but it seems like that's all we're doing right now, and we're not even, we're, we're not even close to being prepared to do battle with what we've been finding so far. Uh well, we've been smart enough to get the heck out of there. Yeah, we fought these, like, I, don't, I guess the only way I can describe them are magma zombies. Like, they were zombies that uh, were kind of stone crusty, cracky, and then they would flare, you know, flare up. And if you stabbed them, like, uh, somebody got shot with an arrow, and arrow just kind of, Sat in its chest for a little bit, and then the flame went up to the arrow, burned it up, and it just kept going. And I think Vance is the one who hit it with the spear, and he lost his spear. It just burned away. And then we did, the one thing I thought would be effective was I hit it with, we well, uh, Joe hit it with holy water. And basically what it seemed like it did is just made it mad, it I don't know if it took any damage because it was right back up again, and uh, it kind of flared, I don't know, kind of got hotter or something like that. So, yeah, we ran away. Smart thing to do because we, we had nothing. We we didn't have anything that would have been, dark, you know. Defensible of that and then the, you know th- those were the two goons. There was actually like a kind of a mini boss And another room that we could see, but we didn't really experience so I mean it could have gotten a whole lot worse So we ran away ran away, and that's what we did But nobody died last night, so I consider that a win. However, Matt was going to give me 5,000 experience points because I was the only player who showed up for the game But then everybody else showed up. So they just cost me like two levels. I could have been a third level thief. Granted, in old school essentials, a third level of thief ain't much different from a second level thief, but I had a chance to get more than two hit points at least. I might have, you know, tripled them up for, you know, I'm at a whopping six hit. I could have maybe survived one single hit at that level. So, yeah, we're gonna. I think, uh, you know, it's Thursday night game. And, I, and I'm still trying to get my um, Monday night game going. I'm kind of deciding what I want to do and how I want to do it and uh, get some players. Right now, I don't know how much interest I have in anybody playing. Um, but we'll see. I'm going to put it out there and and uh, see what I can draw in. I have a... <sighs> I have a hesitancy of putting it out just to the public, um, not because they think I'm going to get flocked with a uh, you know hundreds of, of requests to join in. But when I've done that in the past, I've kind of regretted it because there's some people that uh, have joined in, and while they may have been like you know good folks on the internet, you know chat back and forth and and follow their nerdgasm posts and all that stuff. But when you start role playing with them then it's sort of like uh, you know sometimes it just doesn't jive. And that's unfortunately what's happened to me the last couple of times when I did more of a a public approach to it or whatever, but you know, I but in the same breath, I really gotten a quite a few got to know quite a few gamers that way. Some good folks now that uh, turn turn to Internet friends to, you know, real-life friends and, and whatnot. So I guess I shouldn't be too negative on that part. But it does make me hesitate to do it again. But my conflict right now is deciding whether I'm going to do another Como Forest campaign or dip it into Scorn, split it into two. But actually what I was thinking about doing, too, is there's this... There's this region between Scorn and this region between um, the uh, Hound's Head and the Comor Forest. And it's a, kind of this weird little interesting place and who it's populated by. They've got their own peculiar, peculiarities. It's a tough word to say. I didn't even say it right that time. Um, that this little area has. And while it's not as treacherous as if you were in Hound's Head, because, you know, when you're in the Comor Forest, it's definitely, every time you go in the forest, there's a, there's a damn good chance that, uh, you won't make it out. But with, in this area, you got a little bit better chance of doing that, because it's just not as littered with monstrosities and abominations as, uh, up north does. But it does have an interesting, like I said, um, kind of way of life the people who live there and how they deal with things I know during my campaign when I was running the consecutive campaigns in the Como Forest the one group encountered some of the folks that lived there and they ended up killing the entire family that's how bad it was <laughs> they ended up just basically murderizing these farmers I mean that's all they were And uh, the other group found traces of, like, how these people acted. And they kind of just sort of, they just decided that they weren't going to deal with them. They just just left. Oh, I was going to go get a last ice cream cone, and there's nobody at the place for ice cream. Oh, that sucks. Anyway, well. I hope this is not a thing of things to come this weekend. I can't have that. Uh, but yeah, I think that would be an interesting area to explore, the, the, that Tweener region. I, and I don't have any maps for it, so it would get me to mapping a little bit more. I haven't been mapping all that much lately, and I, I miss it when I start doing that. And uh, I don't know, I'm kind of favoring that in a way. And then that gives the party the ability to kind of maybe go back and forth between Hound's Head, Comor Forest, and Scorn. They got they definitely have a little. Uh, they're kind of you know close to either one of those going back and forth. I don't know though. It's kind of it's one of those things. You got to figure out how much time you want to dedicate to it, and go from there. And then I know a lot of folks, a lot of things are um, people want to ask, you know, what, what are you going to do, um, you know, what the players want to do and everything. But I think the GM has to do what they want to do primarily because they're the ones who has to invest all the time in it, you know? um, especially the prep and everything. I mean, you definitely want to get players that are interested, but I'm more in the vein of, hey, guys, this is what I want to run. This is what I'm going to do. Are you interested and if you're not, completely understand, you know. And if there's really not that many people interested, then you pivot. And then you kind of figure out something else to do. But in general, I think that's the proper approach when doing a campaign. Um, just present it to the players, see who's interested, and run with it. Um, all right, guys, I'm home. Weekend's about to begin. I hope everything's going well with you and uh, getting some good gaming in. And... Uh, Thanks to everyone who uh, supported me in my Kickstarter. seems like everybody got their their uh, zine so far. I haven't had any real issues. Che um, got a dinged up one, of course. So, uh, And uh, this message is you, Che. This is what I tell everybody. Uh, if you like the zine and you got an extra copy, give it to someone you like. If you don't like the zine, give it to someone you don't like. There you go. All right, guys. Take care. Roll better than me. We'll talk soon.